From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. That's right. It's another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Brandon Bainey alongside Logan Green. Logan, what's going on? Oh, not much. Just... You know, crunching my numbers, making my picks for uh, for we're, we're almost there for state championship Saturday. Yeah, you shouldn't have to crunch too many numbers because the field is dwindling. In fact, uh, for our area that we talk about, the 3A, 2A, 1A schools in District 3, and then there were two, just Weezer and Homedale still standing. Before we get to those teams, though, let's give a quick nod to the teams that were competing in the quarterfinal round last week that ended up falling short. Um Let's start with the 2A bracket. Again, if you're watching the video of this on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, you'll see the bracket as we put it up on the screen. Uh, You can also get the audio of this at uh, IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. 2A ranks, we did have Nampa Christian, the the five seed, having to travel to Bear Lake last Friday. Nampa Christian actually scored the first touchdown of the game. Landon Cheney scored on a a scramble play, and they were up 6-0, but then Bear Lake scored the next 14 points uh, once in the second quarter, once in the fourth quarter. They did the same thing they did to Cole Valley two weeks prior, and for Nampa Christian, their season comes to a tough end. Yeah, it's tough to lose a game like that where it was a defensive battle. Like you, you played great defense, held Bear Lake to only 14. And that's the second week that Bear Lake has been able to win a game with only 14 points. So a, a great effort for them. And and I know that, that they've played Westside already this year, but you, you got to think maybe that that Bear Lake defense maybe is gelling at the right time to hold both Cole Valley and Nampa Christian just, just to nine points in total. It was nice for Nampa Christian to break through and win the, the Western Idaho Conference this year, though. That was your pick coming in, Logan. So It was, yeah, and they they had a great run and uh, you know, were just a hair away from potentially even being able to host that game, uh, but came in as the five seed instead of the four. Uh, but they've got a lot to build on for next year. You look uh, how well they did, and that momentum will continue to grow. And, of course, you know, Melba as well. Melba, that's the second um, time they've played North Fremont this season in in a tight one, too, that they, you know, come away only losing by six to North Fremont. And it's always tough to go over play play over there in Ashton. Um, You know, last year during the semifinal game, they played in an absolute whiteout blizzard there. Um, So you never know the conditions that you're going to that you're going to have there. And um, that's a long trip for both of those teams. And. Just look for them to be back next year as well as Cole Valley. I think they, they both have laid a good um, foundation. And, uh, you know, there are, a lot of those teams were young this year. Um, we're leaning on a lot of turnover from last year, especially Melba, um, that, that they throw in a bunch of new guys and, and look where they, they landed only a couple points away from potentially making it to the semifinals. Yeah, 44 to 38, the final they fall to North Fremont. They got down a couple scores, tried to rally back, and ultimately just ran out of time. Cash Buse, they're a great quarterback. I believe he's only a sophomore. They've got some good young offensive linemen to build around next year, too. So Yeah, you know, they're just they're just learning, you know, their their new spots there. Um, you know, learn coming into their own and and uh, they're gonna be dangerous next year, I think. Yep, I agree. I think the gap has closed. I think a lot of people looked at, you know, District 3 over here saying, I know it, it, it's a District 5 and 6 game. And I mean, you you see that in the semifinals, right? You see that that's where everybody's from. Firth, 
North Fremont, Bear Lake, Westside. It's two conference games for both of these these semifinals. That's what it is. Uh, and you know, but you look at those scores, one possession, um, you know, either way, and you see two district three teams in the semifinals. So you know, just just a couple of plays from having two of them in the semifinals. So you know, it's tough to swallow this year, but next year I think it'll pay a lot of dividends. Yeah, it was uh, it was that close. But uh, my official picks here: I've got West Side over Bear Lake. I've got Firth over North Fremont. Logan. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think West Side has that, and then that Firth North Fremont they played earlier this year in a close one uh, last year. Firth won that game in the semifinals. They were the two that played in that blizzard. Um, I, I don't I don't know where to go on that one, Brandon. I, I go back and forth, but. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go home field advantage to, um, to North Fremont. I think, uh, I think maybe they get it done there, but I would not like 0% would be shocked if Firth wins that. I think that is just, just as much of a toss up as you can have. Sure. Uh, that's the two a bracket at the one a D one level. We had notice the champions from district three and the number six seed overall traveling to Holt arena this past Saturday to play Butte County, the three seed and the champs from district five and six. Uh, when you look at the final score, you're going to see 42 to 12 Butte County, and it's going to look like a blowout. But for notice in the first quarter, they lost their starting quarterback, Caden Clemens to, to a pretty bad injury. And from there, you know, they had to put a freshman in at quarterback. And it's funny. Uh, I was actually at Holt arena, not for that game. I was there for the game after the Butte County notice game. That was skyline against Valley view. So I got there you know, as the Butte County notice game was finishing up. And afterwards I got to talk to coach Woodland from notice actually before he left. And he basically told me, yeah, once, once Clemens went out and we went with the, the, the freshman at quarterback, we weren't going to throw him to the, to the lions. We went very conservative. Uh, our offense completely changed. We basically just tried to protect him as best as we could. And I mean, ultimately you saw what happened, but it was, it was too bad that notice his season came to an end that way. Yeah, yeah, you hate to see a season end like that, and and that's going to even bring more of the what could have beens um, when you look back and say, uh, it, you know, if he was able to stay healthy in that game, how do they do? Um, and, and you know, Butte County is a team that can run people, you know, out the door, and even you know the score is you know, it's a thirty point win, but it could have been a lot worse. I mean, I was at Oakley, and, and they won eighty to thirty six over Genesee, so you know that you know it, it could have been a lot. Um, <laughs> The score could have gotten more out of hand, but you know, notice that it's just a shame for them. It's just too bad that um, they didn't get a chance to put their full, their best self on uh, that whole game against uh, Butte County. Yeah, it was a real bummer. So uh, my official picks in the one AD one ranks, I've got a rematch uh, from the regular season finale raft river and Oakley. So I like raft river over Lapway and Oakley over Butte County. What about you, Logan? Yeah, I'm I'm taking the same thing, Brandon. Um, if there is an upset, I think it's I think Butte County could potentially uh, take it to Oakley. When I was at in Arco a couple weeks ago, um, they had just played Raft River within the last two or three weeks, and that was a game that all everybody there wanted back. Uh, they were right in that thing in the fourth quarter, and it got away from them, and, and they were very confident that they that they would have beat them if they played again. And so you gotta like that confidence coming from Butte County that thinks, hey. Maybe they can take it to, to Oakley next week, but my goodness, that's where I was at Oakley, and they um, they scored fast. I mean, we we were making the joke that um, 
they kick Genesis or Oakley scored with like a minute and a half left. Um, and then we joked that, Oh, Genesee shouldn't score too quickly here. Um, because Oakley's going to come back and score. And then next thing you know, Genesee scores on like a 70 yard pass. And then sure enough, Oakley scores on the last play of the half. So, you know, they can score so quick. Um, and so I, you know, you got to like that in the playoffs. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the, how that one goes this week, but I, I do, I, I think I lean Oakley, um, but definitely Raft River. So we'll yeah. see. Should be a lot of fun. One AD two ranks Horseshoe Bend saw their season come to an end. Uh, they their first and only loss of the year comes to Kendrick in the quarterfinal round, forty eight to eight. We've talked about how it's really weird that two district champions had to meet up in the quarterfinal round. Um, and for Horseshoe Bend, you know, I think it's easy to to reflect on the final result and the final game, but what a year they had too. I would, ra- I would rather look at it as what an amazing season they had. And yeah, it didn't end the, the way they wanted to, but really only one team gets to end on a win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a great season where they went on the road and won at notice, you know, they went on the road and won at, at water Springs, like on the other side of the state, they had some great road wins and they won their conference, which, you know, you're coming off a season where a couple of years where garden Valley has just kind of, you know, pushed everybody around and they kind of, they finally pushed them out of the way and take that top spot and come away with a conference championship. And so that's something that they'll always have, right. Is that they won, uh, they won the conference championship this year. They went undefeated during the regular season and, you know, they'll, they'll try and come back and they got to keep up with the girls volleyball team. Right. They, uh, <laughs> I'm sure the little trash talking going on now, but I'm sure that they, they'll be right back where we saw them last year. Um, they'll have to be, they'll have to prepare well because coming up behind them, I think council and garden Valley are going to be even more improved next season and ready to take their steps back up and, and compete a little bit more with horseshoe bend. Yep. It'll be fascinating to watch that conference unfold as the uh, next season goes on. Mm-hmm. So you've got Kendrick hosting castle Ford, Kerry hosting Dietrich in the semis. I like Kendrick and Kerry for the championship. Yeah, I I I'm a little jealous that you get to do that Kerry Dietrich game. Man, it was so much fun to do that game a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, Kerry's just a great place to go. Um, they they treat us so well. Um, but man, I honestly I think it. Eileen Kerry. Um, I mean that game Dietrich. They threw an interception inside the five with less than a minute to go. They they could have very well won that game, and and Castle Ford was right there with Kerry. Um, so, so I don't know. I think of all of them, these four, I lean Carrie and I lean Kendrick, like you said, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if Castleford won the whole thing or if Dietrich won the whole thing, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see how that one shakes up. Um, there's, there's just too many right now that I feel like are literal toss ups that, yeah. that I, I think that. Carry on turf at the Kibby or not the Kibby Dome at Holt. I think maybe that gives them the advantage. They're so fast, and you know the the turf just accelerates the speed, and and I think that might give Carry an advantage over Dietrich in that one. But I mean that's a separate prep gas. So 
<laughs> we will see. It's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of a wide open Final Four, 3A might be the most difficult to cover as all four teams look really good and really strong, including Homedale and Weezer. We will break down the 3A brackets on the other side of this break. But first, let's hear from our sponsors at DL Evans Bank. The SIC PrepCast is brought to you by DL Evans Bank. This is Community Banking. We'll be right back on IdahoSports.com. Wherever you are, DL Evans Bank is right there to help. From applying for loans to opening new accounts and signing documents, personalized service is just a video call away. This is Bank Live with DL Evans Bank. This is Community Banking. It's the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. I can't remember, Logan. It's been a long day. Did I say the SIC PrepCast going into the break? Uh, p- potentially, but we'll, we'll let it slide. Yeah, I can't remember at this point. It's been a blur. Uh, let's talk 3A state football. Homedale defeats South Fremont last week 35-10 to 10, and sets up a uh, an old familiar face. Sugar Salem and Homedale meeting for the fourth straight year in the playoffs. This time, though, in the semifinals instead of the championship. Yeah, if you're Homedale, you got to think not again. But then also you got to be thinking. We get them at home this time. We don't have them on a neutral site. We don't have them at the key, at the Holt Arena. We don't have them at Middleton. We have them in Homedale, and that is that's a difficult place to play. It's very cold and windy. I mean, not that Sugar Salem's not, but it's right there on the river. Um, it, it's a it's a fantastic venue. One of, you know one of the best in the state. What a great scene that is! With there'll be people tailgating for sure out there for that game. Um, out there right by the river at the park. Um, and you know what? I think I think this is the year Homedale does it. I think this is finally the year. I've, I've been looking over schedules and how they compare, and um, you know, both have played 4A teams, but both have beat 4A teams. But you look at the 4A team, I think the critical difference here is Homedale beat Sandpoint. Homedale beat Weezer. Homedale has beaten two teams that are still playing. Does anybody else, can anybody else say that right now? I don't it, think so. I, I, I'm, I've looked around to see. I, I Carrie can say it because right, um, Castleford and um, Dietrich are still playing. Raft River can say it because uh, you know they beat um, they beat Oakley and any, anyways. Yeah, there, there's a couple of teams out there that can say it, but right here at the three A, they can't say it. Uh, you know, of course, Sugar Salem did beat four A Preston this year. Um, they did beat Mountain Home. Um, but they, they lost to Shelly. Um, so they did play a couple of 4A games. But, you know, I, I think you look at how Sandpoint played or, or Homedale played Sandpoint and beat them and the way Kenchlow kind of just grinded it out. I know that Homedale fell behind early in that game against South Fremont, and people might want to pick that apart and say, well, they weren't. But, you, you know, like it, I'm looking here at Homedale's schedule. You know, look. They had a huge win against Weezer back on October 15th, right? So, so they defeat Weezer back on October 15th. And then they, they welcome in Fruitland, who was a, at that point kind of a disaster. It was after everything had happened. All the players are, you know, they had all that commotion going on. They shut them out. Kind of really wasn't, it really wasn't a game, right? It was a huge blowout. And then they get a bye week. So they had gone a couple weeks without playing a true, tough, meaningful game. And I think, you know, South Fremont coming off a big win against Kellogg was ready, and it just took a little bit of time for uh, Homedale to shake the cobwebs out. 
Um, but I think they're going to come out hot, and I think they're going to be ready. There's nobody they want to beat more than Sugar Salem, and uh, I think they're going to get it done. I think I think they get it done by a couple scores too. I think they win by 14, 17 points in this one. I couldn't agree with you more, Logan, which doesn't make for compelling podcasting, but, <laughs> uh, because I did the Sugar Salem Marsh Valley game last <clears throat> week in Holt Arena, and I'll tell you, Sugar was fortunate to escape with a 22 to 16 win. They honestly uh, were on the ropes. Marsh Valley led the entire first half and only uh, some really horrendous special teams mistakes, a, a muffed punt, a fake punt that didn't work for Marsh Valley, uh, gave Sugar Salem good field position, and that's the only reason they were able to cash in. So Sugar Salem, if it's the same team that played Marsh Valley, they're going to get run out of the uh, of the gym by Homedale. I mean, they they run the ball, but they they get away from it. And then they try to pass and they had a ton of dropped passes against Marsh Valley. And I just like, I wasn't super impressed with sugar Salem. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, and I, I just think that Homedale's ready. I think they're ready for it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I get to be there for that game. So I'm, I'm pretty excited, uh, to see it. Um, it, it, it's going to be great. I, I think, like I said, I, I think it'll be close at halftime. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to even see sugar, maybe, have the lead at half, but I I think I think Homedale wins by two scores at least. Yep, I agree with you. So let's talk about the other semifinal. You've got Weezer, uh, Tom Harrison, the legendary coach at Weezer and and Snake River and Pocatello and other places gets the better of his son Jeb Harrison, the head coach at Snake River. They win twenty one to nothing. They now will take on Gooding. Friday night in Gooding, a game we're going to bring to you with video coverage on IdahoSports.com. This is going to be a fantastic matchup. Yeah, and this is one where all year I've thought, you know, I've I've even said that I think Gooding uh, could win the whole thing in three A, um, and that they could win the state championship and that they can get there. Um, and I know it's not cool to do a reverse, but I, I'm taking Weezer, Brandon. I, I think Weezer um, has played a phenomenal season this year. They've beaten, you know, they they played Homedale extremely tough, fourteen to six in that one. They beat Emmett. On the other side, it was a 4A state qualifier and went to the state championship last year. Um, I, I just look at Gooding, and I don't know if they've really been tested. Much. I mean, they haven't really all season. They played a couple 4A teams, Jerome, Canyon Ridge, Mountain Home. and I mean, Mountain Home made it in, but, I mean, they really weren't much of a no. anything for Sandpoint, really, at all. Um, but you look down the schedule, and it, there's 2A schools. There's teams that didn't make it or barely made it or – um, and then, and then Timberlake last year, last week kept it real close. Um, and I just think the more I've thought about it, that the competition that Weezer has had this year and playing a tough four a school in Emmett and, and, and having to lose a game to Homedale has really toughened them up to where I think they're going to get it done. I think that they're going to go to Gooding and, and pull off an upset and it's going to be close. It's going to be, I don't think anybody scores over 21 points. I think it's a low scoring slug fest and it, it might even come down to who doesn't make their extra points. But I, I think, I, I think it's going to go the way of Weezer. Very interesting. Weezer has gotten off to great starts in each of their first two playoff games. Brock Spencer took the opening kickoff back for a touchdown last week against snake river. And I think that could be key. If Weezer starts out hot, Gooding is a tough team. They they don't play super well from behind because they like to run the football. So really, it's going to boil yeah. down to Weezer's speed versus Gooding's size. Gooding has great offensive linemen, 
Tate Gillette is a good fullback. They ran Colston Loveland quite a bit last week, actually. Um, he wasn't involved in the passing game too much. They they put him in the backfield and run him. And then their quarterback, Curtis Atkinson, is like six foot four, 250 yeah. pounds. And he just if you don't it. if if you don't bring down Atkinson, you know, if you don't make a good hit, he's not going down. Uh, I did a couple of good in games last year, and you had the the best way to get him was around the ankles. You had to trip him up, make him lose his balance because he would just lower that shoulder and plow right through guys. You know, you don't see a quarterback do that to, he initiates the contact. He wants it. He wants to, he wants to put you on the ground. And if, if Weezer's not able to bring him down, then that, you know, I think that'll be the key to the game is, is how do they uh, deal with Atkinson? Are they able to bring him down? Cause he is, they have two freak athletes, right? With Agonson and then obviously with Loveland, who everybody's looking at. Um, but you know, he signed with Michigan. So you got a player on the other side. And if you're gooding or if you're Weezer here, you say, Hey, there's a player going to a big time division one school. Surely other people are watching him just, just to keep tabs on him. Here's a chance to show that, hey, I shut down a, a D one Michigan player. Uh, that'd be something cool to add to your resume. Well, and on the other side, Brad Spencer has an offer from the Idaho Vandals. So he, uh, for Weezer, That's he's right. a big-time player, too. So there's the star power will be he's out. A bigger, he's a bigger-time player. You oh, know. Well. Oh, I guess it's this side. There we go. <laughs> the, he's a Vandal. He's a great person, you know, obviously. Yeah, well, we'll try to ignore that yeah. Vandal bias coming through. Sorry, sorry. Um, I, I officially will go with Homedale and Gooding. Um, but again, if it was Weezer and Sugar or any other combination – it would not surprise me too much. I, I'll be most surprised if Sugar wins. I think that would be the most surprising thing. But I, that other game, I agree. I think it's a toss-up. I do. Um, I think Weezer sneaks away with it, but I'm not predicting a blowout at all. So either way, we'll see. Either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we will be covering each and every semifinal game this weekend. Live announcers at the game, bringing you all the details and info you need to know. So if you want to see the schedule, just go to the game streams tab on the homepage at idahosports.com. All right, Logan, next week we'll be yeah. talking about maybe championship. Uh, well, we'll see for the 3A ranks. Yeah, Otherwise, we, we, could, we could potentially have a rematch of Weezer and Homedale. I mean, that's when I'm, I'm picking it. Um, we, we could see them matched up, so we'll see where that game will be played. If that's the matchup and, and how it's going to go, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, I, I think everybody here in district three is rooting for that. Personally, they want to see, um, they want to see those two match up again and on a bigger stage. I think it would be great for those two teams to, to play again, but no matter who it is, it'll be, I think all across all levels, there are so many great games this weekend. And like you said, everything's on idahosports.com and, um, last week I, I, I drove to Oakley, did a game and then drove to Utah to go. Um, we went to a game down there, a college game. And then on the way back, I just slapped my phone in my, um, little holder and I pulled up a couple of games and listened to them. Got to listen to your skyline Valley view game on the way home. So, you know, if you're out and about, that's, what's great. You just pull up your phone. Uh, you can listen to one of these games, whether it's Friday or Saturday, there's, there's games all day, Saturday, um, so you can watch Friday, watch or listen Friday night and watch or listen on Saturday. Yep. A lot, so a lot of options. 
yes. And it's all at idahosports.com. All right. Thanks for tuning into the Treasure Valley Prepcast brought to you by DL Evans Bank. This is Community Banking. For Logan Green, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you back here next week on Idaho Sports.